0: When it comes time to write a song, you have to tap into a certain side of yourself. And really a big part of writing is preparing to write and being having a clear mind. I sometimes go on walks before I write. I try not to be working a lot before I write because um, you want to be really in touch with your inner self and, and focused when you go into that writing session, whether it's by yourself or with others. And part of that, I believe, involves accessing another sense. And today, I'm super excited to have a guest. Laura Michelle Powers is with us. She is a creative psychic and a creative entrepreneur. And she does all sorts of things. We're going to talk with her. It's going to be a lot of fun. Let's dive in. Welcome to the License Your Music Podcast, where I'm here to give you all the tools you need to license your music to film, TV, ads, trailers, video games, and more so that you can make good money doing what you love. I'm your host, Jody Friedman. Thanks so much for stopping by today. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave us a review down below had some comments. What do you think about the episode? I would love that. And please come by our website, licenseyourmusic.com. We've got all sorts of free goods on there, uh, free guides to help you learn how to get your music licensed. That is my goal with License Your Music is to teach you what I know, what I've achieved going from recording artists to successful business entrepreneur, having licensed over 10,000 songs through all sorts of media. Today, I'm super excited. Our guest is Laura Michelle Power. She is a psychic and a creative entrepreneur. Uh, she's met with the stars before. We're very lucky to have her. She, she has a really cool background and just does a lot of great things. Laura, thank you so much for being here and, uh, and taking the time out with us.
1: Oh, I'm so happy to be here. I love talking about all this stuff. So really happy to join in the conversation. <laughs>
0: Now, I know a bit about you from our, our time chatting together, but can you tell our, our guests more about you and what you do and your background and everything?
1: Sure, so ever since I was little, I've been very creative and I've also been very psychic, even though I wouldn't have used that you know label when I was young. I grew up seeing and sensing ghosts and other non-physical beings and actually grew up thinking I was probably crazy because other people clearly didn't see and sense what I did. So I really tried to block it out as best as I could. But then as I got older, it got stronger and stronger until I really couldn't ignore it. And then I had a very life changing moment when I was in college and a family friend described a ghost that I'd seen but never told anyone about. So that was the moment where I was like, okay, I guess I'm not crazy, <laughs> which is oh. an, a nice realization, but also a little scary in the sense that I didn't really know what to do about it at the time. Like it was the internet was around, but it was a different time. It wasn't really developed in the way that it is now. It was hard to find teachers and just information. So I blocked it out. Um, and continue to live my life very analytically fast forward many years and I was in a bad place in my life this kind of came to head for me during the recession and I was physically sick I was unemployed I was in a bad marriage and I went to a psychic just to try to figure everything out and she basically said when I blocked out my abilities years earlier I blocked out my intuition and now I know my intuition is very tied with creativity right they're very connected so basically I was just really off track and then, so the last uh, just over 10 years has been really about kind of getting back on track, retapping into my creativity and my intuition to follow a path that is really more aligned for me as a person. So now I do readings for people, I teach psyche training classes, I perform, and I do all kinds of performing. I'm a singer, a songwriter, I do comedy. Um, I used to make my living as an actress while I was developing my psychic business. So, yeah, I'm a bit of a strange bird over here, <laughs> but I love talking about intuition and creativity because I think that they are completely and integrally tied together. And when I one was shut down for me, the other was shut down, too. So when I was not using my intuition, I was also only in my analytical mind, I was working in government and politics. And then when I went back into my intuition, that's when I also really started to get creative again.
0: It's fascinating. I've I've always had this theory that when, you know, when you're writing a song, you have to tap into something. And a lot of artists, as you probably know, are considered sensitive type. They're they're very sensitive. It's a sensitive breed. Um, That term sensitive is really interesting because when when it comes to psychic abilities, you have to have a sensitivity, right? You have to be sensitive and open to whatever comes your way.
1: Oh, absolutely. I think they're they're completely connected. And, you know, in the psychic world, there's different types of senses. So you can be clairvoyant, which means seeing, you can be clairaudient, which means hearing, it can be sentient or empathic, which means you feel energy in your body. And I feel like a, a lot of uh, people that are creative are certainly um, empathic, like they really feel things strongly, you know, any kind of performer, that tends to happen. And a lot of people that are creators in terms of, you know, writing music, writing books um, or other kind of creative material like that often are receiving this information they're kind of almost channeling it i mean there's lots of people that talk about this john lennon you know where songs just kind of come to them or whatever so i think this is happening at varying levels and for some creatives it's stronger and for some it's maybe happening a little bit but i i believe that all creative people are doing this at least to some degree
0: Wow. So, have you, as a listener, for people listening right now, have you ever considered that? Have you ever considered that perhaps this ability you have to write songs and these these ideas that come to you is actually you accessing something else from another world, from another another plane? And uh, I challenge you to think about that and consider it. I think that you know there's certainly going to be people who dismiss it, and and you know how do you prove it? There's no way to actually prove it. You just have to believe it, right? But there's definitely. I can say for myself. Having sat down to write songs, there have been some words that come to me. And sometimes when they call it being in the zone, you're in the zone. And I think that's when you're really tapped into something. And you can really channel that, like you just explained. And some of the best writers in the world that, that and some of the best writers I've, I've had the luck of writing with, the room gets very um, weighty when that magic is happening. And it's really mm-hmm. exciting. And it's so cool. It's such a cool experience. And the only thing I compare it to is actually doing readings, which I've done before. I've had readings done for myself. And and that's the only type of way I can describe it. It's such a hard thing to put into words, but um, I'm I'm just, it's super cool. It's super cool to meet you and to have you to share this with us. So can you tell us more about that, like um, accessing that space? How would you Just as a writer for songwriters, because most of our people are that are listening are songwriters and artists. Are there any things that you would do or you would recommend when you're getting ready to write or when you're getting ready to do a reading? What do you do? What's your process to take you into that place?
1: Sure. So one of the the first things is to make sure that you're in a nice, protected space. So I believe in angels. I work with angels. But whatever you believe in God, angels, a higher power, your, you know, your family members. Uh, just ask for help, you know, ask for help, um, protect the space. And then the next thing is to ask for support or assistance in the creative process. So this idea of muses, I mean, this goes back to ancient times that there in this case, like in the, you know, Greek idea of muses was like these actual beings that would come. And so that's, that's how I view it. It's actually different spirits or beings that are coming in and you know, planting ideas or planting inspiration. Uh, so whether you believe it is just like a concept or an energy or actual beings, but however you do, just ask for help. And as I've done some channelings of, you know, very um, specific and known sort of celebrity spirits, it's amazing to me how they come forward. And one of the things they've told me is they are looking for people who are alive to partner with. So Amy Winehouse said this when I channeled her, she said, look, I still want to create music, even though I'm not, you know, in body here incarnated anymore. Uh, so you can call on and ask for spirits that you know and love, um, you know that are songwriters or, or artists to support you um, on the other side, as well as angels, you know anyone that you feel uh, a connection with. And for me, it's it's a really uh, similar to process when I do reading, which is I just protect the space, I sort of open the channel, and then I just see what comes through. And for me, it'll come through very quickly. And when I write music as a result of that, it's typically like a just a full on download and I have to just record it. Like I have to record it right away or it like disappears because it's not originating from me. And I think a lot of songwriters can relate to that, this idea of like, you know, it's kind of this fleeting thing and if you don't hold on to it. And one of the reasons why on a psychic level, I believe that is, is there are all these muses, these spirits communicating, trying to get their work created here in the physical realm. And if we don't kind of take the ball and run with it, they could take it somewhere else.
0: (laughs) Wow, just fascinating. Uh, It's funny, I I feel like, This is the time to share that I had an experience or a few experiences where I I really believed it that Prince came through and and was uh, trying to communicate with me. And I was when when he was, I always had a great respect for Prince when he was in this world and what he did and what he created. And I liked some of his songs, but I was never was never a hardcore Prince fan. So it was really surprising to get that get that sense from him of all people. And at the first time it happened, I was at an event where it was shortly after he passed and there were his manager was on stage and his former drummer was on stage and, you you know, you could feel his presence in the room. Uh, and I, I caught myself, um, like clenching in my pocket onto something and I pulled it out and it was my business card for collaborate music and collaborate our colors are purple and gold and our whole business card was is purple and I wasn't like it was very unusual to me it's like something to make me feel comfortable was actually reaching in my pocket and like rubbing this card like subconsciously <laughs> I'm like what the hell's going on and I pulled it out I'm like what am I doing and then it, it just the whole experience was so strange but he was such a powerful force when he was here. So you can imagine, in, I, I imagine, I imagine that in this other world where he is now, his you know he was elevated as a human being. So he was already in that place. So now wherever he is, he's probably even more elevated and accessing so many people. And I just I love that.
1: I think that's a wonderful. And yes, they do communicate with us. And by the way, when you were sharing that story, I had goosebumps—really strong goosebumps—which is always a sign of like spiritual truth and it's also could be cold but i mean just in the context when there's no cold (laughs) um and the thing is we never know what our soul or spiritual connections are like sometimes we know different spirits on a soul level when we maybe didn't know them in this particular lifetime so this happened when i started channeling and you know the spirits started showing up it was like um, you know, Frank Sinatra and like, you know, Marilyn Monroe and these big, uh, you know, famous people. And now on a on a deeper level, I realize, oh, on a soul level, we know each other, even though we didn't know each other in this lifetime. So I feel that you and Prince have a, a soul understanding or a soul connection with each other. And he was saying wow. hello.
0: <laughs> so cool. Well, Laura, thank you so much. This is, this is so great to meet you. Can you, can you tell us more? You mentioned something about, um, Kind of, I'm going to shift gears a bit, and this is this is so fascinating. But uh, let me shift gears to booking media. You mentioned something about that early before we started speaking in the in the podcast. I'd love to hear more about that.
1: Yeah, so this is something that as I was um, building my psychic business, and I was I was already working as an actress at this point, but I had you know gotten the message to start doing this work as my work instead of just as a hobby. And right away, I just uh, started getting some intuitive messages and I'll just share the story of my sort of big first, you know, coverage um, as a psychic was I I got the message to give readings at a local coffee shop and I was brand new in my business. I didn't really want to do it. Uh, You know, I was still feeling kind of private about it, had just recently had my sort of coming out of the psychic closet, (laughs) so to speak. But the message was so strong. And so I finally was just like, fine, I'll do it. And I um, asked my friend who owned the coffee shop. She said, yes. I put up a flyer in the window of the coffee shop. And that same day, the managing editor of the local newspaper called and asked if he could write a story about me. So I didn't do any things that you typically do to get media. But there I was, You know, literally two days later, there was a full color photo of me and an article uh, right up in the regional newspaper about me as a psychic. And I saw what that did for me. It was instrumental. Literally, my phone started ring. I started to book clients right away. And then once you have media, it's so much easier to get other media because there's a track record. So, and podcasts are included in that. So I start, you know, I had started a podcast. I started to get other media. And very quickly, relatively speaking, you know, I booked Buzzfeed video. So I was featured by Buzzfeed. I started doing television. And, and you know, my recent um, big thing is that I was a guest on Will Farrell's podcast as a psychic. So, you know, I just want to share that, you know, you, you can start, you know, small but then you know build and it does several things that helps with building credibility, it helps people discover you, discoverability, and it also helps you feel more, you know, believable and and all of these things kind of work together synergistically, I think for creators. And when I describe myself as a creative entrepreneur, I, you know, I'm def- definitely an artist, I'm very creative and artistic. But I think it's really important that people realize that their creativity is and can be a business and to treat it as such. And when you have the business, you need to get the word out there, you need to promote and media and podcasting is just a really, really effective way to do that.
0: So for artists that are listening, you'd recommend them what you know, if they're not going to start their own podcast, at least seek out other podcasts to be a guest on, right? Just any type of exposure? Yeah.
1: Absolutely. I mean, just there's so many music podcasts specifically, and it's not hard to start that. And, you know, even if that's not part of the big picture for you in the sense of like, I don't want to be podcasting or doing podcasts. Ultimately, you know, if you want to get more success as a creative, ultimately media is going to be a part of that. You know, there there are these kind of media circuits that you do if if you're a big artist and you have uh, you know a, a new album or something, so it's good to get experience like could I have gone right to Will Farrell's podcast? That would have been really stressful, right? but I had <laughs> you know so just as something to think about, like preparing yourself um, for that bigger level as well as just literally helping to lay the groundwork and get you there, you know with promoting and whatnot so I think it's it's really helpful for multiple reasons, and it's also never been easier to do that with the advent of podcasts because you can always start with the podcast. And then build it. And podcasts are serious business. I mean, you look at, you know, Song Exploder, I'm sure people listening are familiar with that. That started a podcast is now a Netflix series. This uh, sort of delineation between different types of media is really starting to disappear in a lot of ways.
0: And working with Will Ferrell, that was it wasn't actually Will, right? It was Ron Burgundy that you were uh, being yes. interviewed by. Yeah,
1: it was actually Will. But the, the <laughs> interview was he was in character as Ron Burgundy, which is the character in the man. So it was quite funny. I mean, this is an example, you know, when whatever your background is, the universe can send you opportunities that relate to it. So I did improv for years, worked as an actress, was a podcaster for years. I'm a psychic. And the interview was, uh, a fic- like, in a way of fiction, because it was a fake character interviewing me. It's a comedy podcast, and it was about me as a psychic, and it was improvised, meaning, like, I had no idea going in what he was going to tell me. And, you know, it's me, and then there's, like, him and, like, six other people, engineers and whatnot, in the studio... And it was just like, and go, (laughs) no pressure. Um, So I'm just sharing that because whatever your background is, you may have done a lot of different things. There's always these incredible opportunities that can arise for you that are so perfect for you and your background.
0: It's such a good point. It's it's why I started License Your Music. It's why I, I teach artists about the business first, because it's important to learn the business that you're going to be in and as an artist you can also sometimes be very closed off to any type of outside influence thinking that this is what i do and this is all i do but what you create can be fluid and it can you can create something in business you can create a song you can create a podcast if you're a creator you're a creator and if you open yourself up to doing other things it will bring it all comes around full circle so people will find you like if you have a podcast let's say you're listening to this show and you're an artist and you think, well, I'm not going to do a, a podcast about my art. Maybe there's something else you love, like cooking. You love to cook and you do a podcast about cooking. Well, that can only elevate the attention that's brought to you as a as a human being and the attention that's brought to your music. So by that podcast, that cooking podcast, people will find you and they'll find your music. Is that is that a fair assessment?
1: Yeah. it's a, It's like planting these seeds and I think you know there are some things that are annuals, and some things that are these you know old, uh, long living trees, you know (laughs) old growth forests and things. So it's just important to remember that some of the bigger things they might wanting to do may take longer to germinate, may take longer to get legs, so to speak. But that doesn't mean that it's not worthwhile. Uh, For me, this has been a long term game, and and um, I'm definitely would love to do more television. It's something I'm building towards. And I remember years ago, I was like, why isn't this coming? And my guides were just sharing, we're creating it as fast as you can handle it. Because when you're exposed to a lot of people knowing about you, connecting with your work, it's intense. And a lot of people want this kind of overnight success thing. And I'm like, you know, be careful what you ask for, because it can be a really intense experience. And I think that's why you see people that have this sometimes have really... A lot of problems so this kind of building thing and allowing that to build and having patience for these things to build planting these seeds through media through your creative work through connections i think is a really great way to go yeah
0: i love that laura thank you so much one last uh piece of advice you'd have for any songwriters artists composers producers that are listening to the show
1: you know, just keep doing the work, put yourself out there. And I think working on the resistance piece that we might have, if you're not familiar with the idea of resistance, it's when, you know, you know, you want to do something, but you kind of like hit a wall where it's really hard to move forward. And I think working on different strategies to help move through that resistance is really important. Uh, so, you know, meditation is a wonderful tool of visualizations. I'm also a fiat of something called tapping. Have you heard of tapping? I have not. It's called um, emotional Um, freedom technique is basically a, a, a system where you say different phrases and you hit different points in the body that are kind of like you could think of like as acupressure points and you release the sort of charge that is being held in the body. So it's very effective and it's especially like, for example, there's a lot of creatives that have persecution fears or visibility fears, where on lo- some level they want it, but then the idea of it is kind of scary. So you can work on healing, clearing, releasing these blocks so that you can really make progress without it feeling so hard energetically. So that's, that's one strategy I'd like to give. And if you wanna learn more about that, you can always reach out to me as well.
0: And you talk about the, the, this strategy and more, I imagine, on your podcast.
1: Yes, on my podcast and I have um two podcasts I'd like to share. One is Healing Powers podcast. That's all on the kind of metaphysical energy. We also talk about health cuz health is also tied in with your intuition, you know, this sort of gut brain connection. If you have bad digestion, that's where your intuition is the gut and the brain are connected. You also use your intuition and psychic abilities in your brain. So, you know, I talk about that as well. And then I have two creative podcasts. One is behind the music and one is behind the scenes the band of music is specifically for music. And then behind the scenes is, you know, kind of all creatives.
0: I love that. Laura Powers, Laura Michelle Powers, thank you for being here, spending some time with us and um, for all that you do.
1: Oh, thank you so much. It's really my pleasure. I love talking about this. And I think we're really entering into an era of the recognition and valuing of artists and creatives. And I really think that's one of the things COVID did. Like everyone was at home and like, what did we have? We had music, we had Netflix, we had, you know, and and really just understanding their importance. So it's it's the time for all of us to rise, you know, like value ourselves, including financially, and you can do anything.
0: Thank you so much for hanging out tuning in and just sticking with us through the show I so appreciate you and if you like what you heard if you learned something new I know I did if you learned something new today please leave a comment down below in the comments for Apple Podcasts or Spotify don't forget to subscribe if you're watching here on YouTube and just uh, thank you keep doing what you're doing Uh, my job is to guide you and be your guide towards teaching you everything you need to know about songwriting and producing and how to license your music for film, TV, ads, trailers, and more. If you haven't been by our website, LicenseYourMusic.com, come on by. I'm constantly adding new products. We've got about six products up right now. And there's free stuff on the site too. There's free guides. There's email templates that you can you can get for uh, email templates for pitching your music. I've got a world tour course where you go around the world and learn about music licensing outside the US and other territories. And I've got my master class, which right now is on a wait list. We'll probably, probably be opening that up again in November. We may do an internal launch before that. So make sure you come by and get our our music licensing masterclass waitlist. And then my five-part training on how to get your music heard by music supervisors is also there. Uh, So lots of options for you. And of course, if you don't want to spend a dollar, you don't have to just come by, get on the list. I release new episodes every week and it's free. It's my gift to you. And I just wish you all the best. Thank you so much for listening. Stay cool. Peace.